0: He's more Kiwi than Kiwiana. Mr. Joe Walsh from the group Echo Park joins us today to talk about the new album called No Hope, which drops this week. Keep it here on New Zealand Entertainment Podcast.
1: Hey, folks. This is Ricky Warwick from
0: Blackstar Writers, and you're listening to New Zealand Entertainment Podcast.
1: Check, check, check. Yep. One, two.
0: Everyone here okay? Well, you're in the captain's chair. I know. How did I get here? I feel like it'd be <laughs> time like here. Captain Kirk. I'm at the helm. There's a there's a plethora of food there. You've laid a it A cornucopia on. of food What right new here. thing is this? Uh, what, witchery? Yeah. I like it. You like it, Joe? Gets mm. yeah, Joe's approval. We've got some, uh, what do we got there? Jared? Pesto.
2: Pesto. Um, pesto, yeah. We've got some um, hummus. Hummus. Yeah. The hummus. Um, some green grapes, <laughs> strawberries from your auntie's garden. Yes. And some pitta from the Pitter King. What is that?
0: Not forgetting the condiments and also the refreshments there, the liquid required nice Unfortunately no alcohol in that that it was uh, glad raped you know. as well. Good, Thank you. Very good. And we've got Steve here as well. Um Jared, who have we got today? Oh look. Can well, you remember I guess, no. guests No,
2: look, well I'm gonna I'm gonna pour the drinks today. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want, do you want um, vodka in your orange? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: today, people of the nation, we are blessed to be joined by Mr. Joe Walsh from the band Echo Park. Welcome aboard, Joe. Kia ora. Kia, ora. Good, Kia had, good to have you here, Joe. It's been great. And uh, it's funny, because we had Joe on the show a couple of years ago. With Nick, and then we had Nick on the show. We had Nick on the show. I we met, met Nick,
1: Nick yeah. but i I'm Two years ago, exactly.
0: Two years ago, exactly. Mm. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Today. That yeah. was the album we're we're released.
1: Releasing, we're releasing this album two years to the day from the last one.
0: And and it's, it's come around again, full circle, Joe. Mm. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's incredible. Two years. Was it? Uh, did you aim it two years, or was it just, it happened that way? Well, when we knew we were going to be releasing it towards the end of this year, we said it had to be... On that date, October thirtieth, because we it was such a good uh, omen for us last time, so we we said, good. "Yeah, let's do it." No oh, that's okay. good thinking. That's good. Mm. I like
0: that. Though. We I had like Nick that. on Nick's the drummer, of course, Nick D, and uh, we some of the songs that I, I I fondly love from that album, "Becoming the Enemy." Yeah, Jared, yep. you know, name a Eko Park song. I'm not going to put you on the spot.
2: What <laughs> oh, is it? I said I'm pouring drinks. I'm <laughs> okay. That's
1: track two. I'm saying. Pouring drinks? drinks is yeah. it? Was it a remix, a B-side? Yeah, screws yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. um, yeah. you, I'm pouring a drink.
0: Simpatico. Right. Sympatico. We haven't played that. Simpatico while, my, yeah. my, my. Oh, yeah. we can oh, beep that out. We can shows, beep that okay.
2: Wells learned how to push the yeah. beep
0: when he edits. Uh, our earlier shows <laughs> didn't have beeping out. when I was. Is
1: it, is it not actually a uh, law over here that if you swear with an Irish accent, it's not really swearing at all? I think you're allowed yeah. to say fac. Yeah.
2: But yes. Not yeah. Yeah. Thank you, we Jerry. watch that on television. That's an ins- yeah, it is. <laughs> there the you
0: Ted go. Father
1: invented the word
0: fact. Um, my Crime, which is one of my favourite songs, uh, and of course some of the new ones like Validation, which you've been playing for a while, but now yeah. you've got a new album out called No Hope.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Joe, which is um, kind of interesting. Tell us a, a bit more about the album, how it's, how it's been for you
1: guys, recording it from the, the previous
0: one, the first album.
1: Um, well, I guess initially it's a, it feels like a big step up for us, artistically, musically. Um, The first album kind of put us on the map and um, we ended up playing a lot more gigs than we were ever used to, which was great, you know, because some bands are studio bands and, you know, produce some great records and are more focused on that, whereas us, I guess, uh, recording is just a vehicle for us to get out onto the road, really. Um, Mm -hmm. But with this album, it just sounds... I think the first album did great for us but it sounds like a band who were trying to find their feet whereas this album sort of feels like a band who knows pretty much exactly what we're trying to do and who we're trying to be so it's, it's a big step up for us musically I think and that all comes from the first album so it's not a it's not an indictment of the first album whatsoever but I just think we've um, we've taken a big step up from it you know
0: awesome now it's an interesting uh, title uh, I emailed this stuff last night Jeremy uh, the album's called yeah. No Hope with a K mm. No hope. Tell no, us, the, tell us the, a little oh, bit. Of play on words, isn't it, Jared?
2: That is quite good, eh? Because when you say it, yeah, and when you read it, it's, too, yeah. it's quite different. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: it comes uh, when you when you, well. I should have brought some CDs and never thought about that. But um, when you see the CD next week, well, it's uh, a lot of the artwork and stuff is is a lot of bit of play on words. It comes some of my lyrics um, for a couple of the songs, probable cause, which is a single, and whistleblower, which is. Possibly going to be a single. It's just uh, a little bit about, um, I guess, how you read some stuff online or you hear some stuff on some supposedly responsible news networks, and they say stuff that they really don't mean. So whenever we were getting uh, filled with this nonsense of no hope, of no hope, sort of thought, well, there's got to be more to it than that. So you add a K and a W W to it, and all of a sudden it's a completely different thing. And I saw it as a piece of uh, graffiti. In New York when I was there last last year, and I just it stuck with me. I just thought it was quite poignant. So mm. uh-huh. there you go.
2: That's very good. You know, uh, 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 do you write? You write a lot of the material, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Is in what I find, and this is you know, and I'm gonna I'm oh gonna God, make it. getting, a, I'm, know, getting I'm a more Shakespearean sorry, now, like I'm gonna make it an association here because you yeah. know there are two cultures, right? And I'm not doing the whole cultural thing. Here in New Zealand we're the Malta culture, mm-hmm. and they're they're an oral pur- and they love well oratory. Ha- oratory is their Stories. thing. storytelling. Yeah, it's the same in Ireland. Very much it? so. Yeah. Mm. And so, do you, when you're thinking about lyrics and titles and and things like "No Hope" with the yep. K in, do you draw on your heritage?
1: You know, do, is that part of you, or do yeah? You
2: it's been said actually
1: about us. Um, you know, I think it's in, it is cultural for me to sort of. Um, kind of wear, wear my heart on my sleeve a bit and, and even at gigs to sort of talk and, you know, I think of all my favourite Irish bands, they engage people and I, I guess I get, you know, people say that about me when we play live that I do kind of waffle between songs and some people find it endearing, some people just want to hear me sing but it's in my nature to just be, um, I guess as you say, like, you know, you just, Irish are scholars and poets and talkers and wafflers Mm. so you know I think it's uh, ingrained in me to be like that yeah and I do definitely pain over lyrics a lot more than some other people I do uh, it's it's quite hard for me to not sing something I've thought deeply about Mm. but yeah so yeah like when we came back from tour last time I had like four or five sick bags from the 17 hours on the flights of just writing lyrics Mm. from watching movies and stuff so I do constantly do that yeah uh, yeah.
0: So, uh, uh, on the new album, is it is it is it a lot more rocking, or have you guys toned it down a bit?
1: It's uh, it's a bit of both, actually. There's um, artistically, it's it's really strong. It's, it's some. It's you know, I think there's a tendency when you're starting out, especially when you're putting out your first record, and you know, you, uh, radio and and stuff like that is so important to you that you, I think, you subconsciously write towards trying to impress other people. Whereas yeah. with yeah. this album we just uh we de- we debuted most of these songs live um so we wanted to just keep them the way the band sounds the band just was in a really good spot so we were lucky enough to uh, meet up with um, a producer from Wales who lives over here some some time um, some parts of the year and he wanted to work with us and we met another guy in London um who is based from is based out of London who want to mix the record. so um it was uh it was just really exciting to work on a new dynamic and um, when they came in to listen to the stuff, they just sort of said, look, the band's on fire, let's just record the way these are playing rather than, you know, you go into Roundhead Studios especially especially and there's all this wizardry around, there's amps and guitars yeah. and the tendency can be to go a bit mad and just put layers upon layers upon layers sure, and then, yeah. you know, you have to relearn your own songs after you leave the studio because you've just gone Mental putting all this stuff on, but with this, it was just like we used all our own gear we used all our own amps, we used our own guitars, we didn't borrow anything, we didn't use any extra wizardry, we just went right, let's make it sound the way we sounded. So, yeah, just no bullshit, rock, yeah, rock rock. it's good, it's real. yeah, and it, it's it sounds like that, you know. It's, I think, it's the first time, um, where I've been able to step back and listen to it and and sort of be disassociated with it and really enjoying the record rather than. Analyzing it the whole time. Every time mm. I put it on, you know, other stuff you go, "Oh, I wish we'd done that," or "I wish it sounded better." But with this, it's just like mm. I really enjoy the record. so cool. It's, it's cool. Yeah, the band have been really, really good. the Songs came together really well. And yes. did it take its toll on the other band members,
0: Joel, Cullum, and, and Nick? Were they like you know lying on the floor, withering? or <laughs> Were they deficient? No, you know, they actually, had to rehydrate themselves it, regularly. It was, the
1: no, punk? it was a good. Uh, it was a good experience. This one, everyone's um, everyone's just been. As I say, everyone just kind of knew what their job was, and it, it's it we sounds, could see
0: it, eh, Jared? Like we check in your Instagram or Facebook, and mm. we see your photographs. Someone yeah. posted up, you know, like Sound, it's, it's yeah.
1: good, man. We're in a good spot, and it's um yeah. I think it's you know, it took it took the first album to make this album, but this album's definitely. um I think it's going to do a good thing for us. I yeah, hope it's awesome. Know. Yeah, how long did it take you to record? Well, we did. What we did was, we, we went to the UK and did some shows, UK and Ireland, last uh, September. And uh, we came back from that and we were nominated for a music award in, in November. So our profile had kind of lifted quite a lot over a space of two months between headlining a UK tour and then being up for a, a, album, the, a rock album of the year. Um, and we wanted to release a single. We weren't in a position to to finish an album like financially and we just sort of say right look let's let's put our heads together and get a really good single to get us through summer and um, the opportunity came up to work with Greg Haver and this guy Adrian in London and so we said right we'll we'll put a single together and we so we put validation together I think in January um, and we just enjoyed that so much we just said right this is the formula for the album so we we knew we had to get that together so basically we did that song first in january and then the last nine songs we did in august um we did all the drums at roundhead uh a bit of bass at roundhead and then we went down to a batch in Onimana, just north of fun and basically emptied it out and put in a mobile studio and sat by the ocean and recorded for god that sounds ideal like does re- not it
2: i recall some photos from yeah. that yeah 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 me too yeah, yeah, it it makes with so, yeah. The, with the dog and there's some yeah, kind of yeah. dog story yeah who owns the dog?
1: Is that, it one of yours or is it? It was the. Uh, I don't think
0: it a dog person. No.
1: No. I don't know if. No. Well, he just he just house sat my dog over the weekend, so he, <laughs> if he's not, he's doing a really good impression <laughs> of someone that is. Sorry. Dave.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, um, but, just going back to the title, uh, mm-hmm. just to satisfy my curiosity and, yep. and other listeners, I'm sure. Just to clarify, Jerry. Um, <laughs> um, what what came first? Did you get the the complete work of songs and then decide this needs to be called No Hope? Or did you come up it's with an question. idea, I want to push this whole idea of hope and then write songs around that?
1: No, it definitely wasn't like that. Um, it was A couple of the songs are, are uh, based upon stuff that happened personally, just nothing major, just things that I've seen or, you know, you get irritated about. And then a couple of them, um, I always get really inspired by the um, film festival, I go and try and take in as much documentaries and stuff as I can And um, so there's a few songs on there that are written as my thoughts from the documentaries or about how things are going on around the world and I guess it's um, I mean, uh, you don't want to be uh, seen to be shoving your views down somebody's throat but it's also you know, we have an opinion on stuff so I can uh, sort of Stress my opinion lyrically without totally telling you what I'm thinking, you know. But mm. I can get it off my chest, and mm. I can. Uh, I mean, I do listen to. I, I do predominantly listen to music that moves me lyrically. So it, it is something I do think about a lot. But it, you know, it, you don't want to be spoon-fed shit. Either, mm, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there is a. I guess there is a theme to the songs, but it's you know, it's for other people to. um... Decipher what that is, really, I think. To decipher,
2: and yeah. quite often the, the, the m- more creative or the songs that last the longest are the ones that always give something for someone who's mm. looking for something. Yeah, true, uh, true. And, there. Yep. and I don't want to drop other names, but you know, like for, for example, Neil Young. Yeah, it's had a lot of songs which yep. people have interpreted. You had to go which, there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I did. Yeah. yeah, and I probably will go to Neil Diamond too, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause to because because I have to say this because this. Yeah, <laughs> you, you might you might take interest in this day because he announced a song last night. I just went to see his concert. review. Yep. Yeah. good concert actually. Yeah, um, seventy four, and um, he was talking. He introduced a song, and, and without any exaggeration, he 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 went on to tell us how long it took him to write this song, and. It was and it's quite a nice story he's it ended up taking him five years to write the wow. song and he and he gave the reason why it took me five years is because the song is about love and it took me five years to understand what love really meant <laughs> and, it was, and i tell you he had the he had the crowd in the palm of his hand and they wow. were kind of waiting so i just uh, you know when we uh, when i asked that question it was kind of low today because i was thinking about that sort of stuff mm, yeah. and um uh, a song is important, isn't it? For for looks, and it's interesting that you go and see a lot of um, the film festivals too. Yeah. Because the same, do you think the same thought process goes into a, writing a script or, or even well, a documentary? I,
1: yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, it's got, uh, yeah, it ha- it has to. You know, I think uh, that sort of stuff just moves me or interests me or or gets my thought thoughts moving. Really, you know, um, I guess. Some of some of the lyrics or some of the artwork, I suppose, too. It, it comes back to, I think, the more intelligent we get, and the more um, instant Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, we get actually, the dumber we're becoming. Yeah. Than, uh,
0: no, I totally agree.
1: People are saying silly things or agreeing with stupid people, or you know, so sensational has become sensationalism, and. Mm real has become reality so I guess it's you know it's uh, you don't want to stand and be that guy on a a soapbox so I kind of I get my frustrations out or my views out through these songs without you know hopefully making people think or they can attach Mm. themselves to songs or Mm. you know I'm always interested especially after songs become public domain once you know the albums released they're not really your songs anymore Mm. Um, so, around the,
0: the big wide totosphere
1: Yeah, well, you know, yeah. somebody's somebody's uh, most broken-hearted moment can be somebody else's favourite song. So mm. it's a weird, yeah. it's a weird yeah. uh, thing, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Just
0: a reminder, Gerald. I did uh, like your Facebook page. To, speaking of which, your Neil oh, Diamond you review. Thanks. Oh, yeah, good. Oh, Excellent. Good. Forgive me if I'm wrong, gents. <laughs> forgive me if I'm wrong, uh, Joe. But it looks like Echo Park have broken all the rules of rock and roll, and uh, oh. one of them is. Um, working with children but not uh, and animals, I suppose, but you yep. uh, you recently uh, did something with youth and young people. You guys are into mentoring young people. Mm. I'm thinking about Kaipara College, Kaipara College yeah. which you guys were involved with. Um, yep. Tell us a bit more about that briefly.
1: Um, well, we were, uh, if female if is the right word, uh, Facebook messaged um, by a student out there, um, Bryony, and she's, in a, she's a bass player in a band, and she was very complimentary about the band and she knew quite a lot about Tomorrow Tomorrow Today and she she told me a bit of history about the school um, and there is a lot of the school a lot of the ethos of the school out there is promoting sort of rock bands and punk bands and reggae bands and basically bands that are playing good music Cool. and um, uh, I went on to do a bit more digging about it and found out that they they, they sort of realised um, that The students weren't really hanging on to classical or theory. Um, It wasn't bringing them into music. It wasn't moving them the way um, they should be moved because they had this talent in them. And I remember um, being, being taught theory music at school and it just put me off music. It wasn't what I was into. I wanted to play You know, Guns N' Roses or whatever, Adam and the Ants or some Bowie songs. And I just wanted to string chords together. And once I could do that, I really took to music. So um, that sort of struck a chord with me that, you know, they were doing this this sort of stuff where they're playing... They got rid of all their sort of classical instruments. And and they still do theory and classical and, and they're very adept at it, but they have got so many kids just playing music and writing songs. Um, so we initially went out for a night just to uh, uh, help them I mean mentor is a very strong word, but they, they sort of, you know, said come out and give us some views on what our songs you're are hanging, like and hanging out with her. With they were going the for, uh, yeah, for yeah, for Rock Quest. So there were it was just like final preparations for Rock Quest and um, I was just literally was stunned by the the talent. It was that's cool, astounding, really, was really cool, and very and like it, it, I was I was so blown away by these kids that just get up and play in front of 500 other kids and just go for it. Like it was amazing. So we've been back out a few times. We've been in Roundhead playing a bit of guitar with some of them and sort of you know become mates with them. And um, when we were going to release the album, I just thought you know. Why not release the album from the school and and uh, do something different? You know, we've all played pubs, we've all played the venues around, but um, oh, these cool. these kids haven't, you know, got a chance, had a chance to play with a band like Echo Park or whatever yet, you know. And mm. so we have passed it over to them completely. There, one kids doing all the lights, another kids doing the stage managing, another kids doing the backline, other guys doing the wow. sound.
0: So you're going to be launching the album on October 30th, then? The school 31st, 31st yeah, Yeah And that'll be so your first gig for That'll the be the first UL. public
1: gig Yeah We're going to do a bit of a private thing On the Friday night But the Saturday night's The first public gig oh, Jerry you should play at your school I yeah, yeah
2: I was gonna say, um, because where, where where going to say Where are you? Oh well no, I'm just Reliever You know Substitute <laughs> yep. Supply That's what I am oh, my Um, they're, But they're important too <laughs> Teacher <laughs> You break a string You're going to replace it, it So the deal Don um But you realise, that hey, This is going to have a huge impact on their lives. Yeah, They'll yeah. The well, I mean, they will remember this to the grave. They will. They really, they really yeah. will. Which is just an amazing, that is amazing. Thing. Mm. very cool. Yeah, They'll, that will grow them. Eh? Hell. Oh that's man, I wish I had young minds when thinking. I was at school if yeah. I was at
0: there long enough. No. To be honest,
2: can you imagine that? Yeah, doing the lighting for Echo Park. Yes, yeah, cool. <laughs> can you imagine? that? Hey, cool, you know, man, it's going to just lift them so much. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, you know, you're a teacher.
2: Generally. I know. Yeah, and I taught at high yeah school and tertiary. So. So it's going to be huge It's really, you know
1: yeah, so it'd be good, man. Very yeah, really good, good, and we've got to f- we've got four of their bands playing before us, and so we're, it's a big long sort of day of music and doing a big jam at the end of it. Bit of Neil Young at the end of it. Oh yeah, good. Of rocking you in got. the free world with four oh. of their bands. Oh, good. So, yeah, it'd be fun, man. Rust yeah, never thanks. sleeps,
0: unless you're referring to us. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, it's a bit rusty. Yeah. That joke. We are a bit crusty, yeah. rusty. And uh, John, <laughs> you've assimilated well into the Kiwi yeah, cultures, Maori, Pakeha, mm. and Kiwi culture overall. Um, so much so that you're playing in one of our most endeared bands with Jordan Luck
1: yeah well yeah Jordan Luck band for me.
0: so Jordan Luck band uh, obviously yeah. What? how did that interesting meeting come about with Jordan
1: Luck I was living in Dublin um, and I was playing just acoustic solo gigs at a a, basically, it's called a shed, but it's basically what you would refer to as a walkabout, you know, one of those sort of Antipodian pubs, and um, got asked to open for the exponents in 2005 half an hour, 20 20 minute acoustic set and a few things happened conspired on the day that sort of threw us all together, they lost some guitars through transit and stuff, and I was able to help him out and um, just really instantly became mates and uh, what was supposed to be a 20 minute acoustic show ended up being um, traveling over to Edinburgh and and London and doing a few more shows and then basically seven months later I was living with Jordan and his wife Rita here and then my girlfriend at the time who's now my wife moved over and uh, I've been here ever since
2: yeah oh well
0: so it was thanks to Jordan Luck it's oh totally way. thanks to Jordan, and that's UK right back it. in two
2: thousand five.
1: Two thousand five, yeah. 2005. Jordan,
2: oh. like I met Jordan, like just yep. once, twice actually. Mm-hmm. He's a very approachable. Yes, yeah, he's kind of nice. Yeah,
1: he's an amazing guy. Yeah,
2: yep. I remember um, we did a gig after I used to dabble in the music, and uh, there he was. I mean, he'd, he'd had a few drinks yep. in the day you know
1: back in the day
2: and um, but it didn't didn't sway I, in fact there was the rumours that he performed better when he'd had a few which is probably the case for some in the, yeah. back in those days you know yeah.
1: and um, but there he was I thought i just hey, there's Jordan Luck yeah we should have a new Jordan Luck band album some 15 songs out next year oh there
0: you go you heard oh. it here first
1: yeah, yeah thanks you so. Joe
2: yeah, depending true. on when you get this out, <laughs> <laughs> So, you got to get it that's out. It's coming uh, yeah, fall, early fall, interview. early fall 2016.
1: Be <laughs> yeah. looking for it. Yeah.
0: Um, that, that brings to the end. Joe Walsh from the band Echo Park, the new album out, uh, No Hope, is out October 30th this month. K-N K sorry. With a K, No Hope. No Hope. That's right. And then uh, also you're going to be doing a nationwide tour
2: to support that next month in November with Dead Dead Letter Letter Circus Circus. from Australia. Mm. And so that that release of the album is going to be at the school?
1: Yep, Kuipera College. Kuiper
2: College.
0: October 31st.
1: To the north. 5.30 in the afternoon. It's an early one for the kids. 10 o'clock curfew. So there'll be four four kids bands on. Um, They'll start at 5.30. They'll go through to about... 8.30, eight thirty, I think, and then yep. we'll we'll play for an hour and then we'll get the kids up for a bit of a jam, yeah wow.
0: sounds awesome. Though. Yeah. Very cool. Joe Walsh, thank you very much for coming to talk very to myself. Much and uh pleasure. My cohort. Thank, thank you very, very much. Nice to meet you. An Joe. absolute pleasure. Excellent. Thank